Hello, and welcome to the WWIA Podcast. We're honored to have you join us in our mission to bring honor, connection, and healing to America's combat-wounded Purple Heart heroes. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, we welcome you. If you're a returning listener, thanks for coming back. Please be sure to tell others about our podcast and leave us a review if you're enjoying what you're hearing. On this current episode of the WWIA Podcast, WWIA founder and CEO John McDaniel continues his veteran entrepreneur series as he welcomes Brett Baker to the program. Brett is a retired Army Ranger, husband, father of two, and the co-founder and visionary of VA USA. VA USA creates meaningful jobs and community for military families through strategically building remote teams for veterans and faith-based businesses. VA USA prioritizes people over profits, believes in using their business as a ministry, and is passionate about using their God-given gifts to serve others. Brett's other passions include mentoring transitioning veterans, homeschooling his two children, and running a homestead just outside of Savannah, Georgia. We're excited to share this episode with you, so let's join John and Brett now. Hi, I'm John McDaniel, founder and CEO of the Wounded Warriors in Action Foundation, and this is our podcast, Honor, Connect, and Heal. And today, um, you know, I've got a very special guest with me. Uh, his name is Brett Baker, and and Brett is a visionary, former soldier, okay, former ranger, uh, first of the 75th uh, Regiment, served for 12 years in the regiment, and uh, he got when he got out, he started a, a great business. It's a phenomenal idea. It's called VA USA, okay, and um, he is the company's visionary. And welcome to the program, Brett. Thank you, John, for having me. Absolutely. So let's just get right into this. We I started this series of you know I'm really interested in, in veterans who become entrepreneurs. I mean, I fancy myself one. So anybody who's got the moxie to you know to after they take off their uniform to you know uh, start something new. As an entrepreneur, you know, in in the business world, I'm, I'm always a, a supporter of. I love it, and I think it's great. So, tell us about VA USA. Yeah. So, about 18 months before I got out, uh, my wife was a teacher. She was teaching elementary school. We had two young kids; both were in daycare, and we just got to that point where she was pretty burnt out. I was gone all the time. Um, the war had been weighing on our marriage. She was dropping our kids off at daycare before the sun came up, picking them up after the sun went down. Her whole paycheck essentially was going to pay for those kids' daycare. And um, we got to the point where she just, she needed to pivot. And uh, we heard about this, this job of assisting business owners from home, virtual assistance. We had never heard of it before. So we sat down with some friends who were doing it and they kind of let us know what it was like. And, and she wanted to give it a shot. You know, we could always go back to teaching. They always need more teachers, but mm -hmm. she wanted something to give her some more balance to be the spouse. She felt like she wanted to be and the mother. She wasn't torn between her different roles. So she left teaching and we gave it a shot. Um, quickly, she was working full-time hours. She was supporting three business owners, uh, excelling. And there was just a palpable difference in our home. And, mm -hmm. uh, as we continued kind of down that path, we felt God calling us to share this opportunity with other people in our situation. And you know, the unemployment rate for military spouses is extremely high. Right now, I believe it's 27% and the national average is three. So um, the jobs yeah. were needed, the balance was needed. And we felt like this was something that could help other people the way it helped us. And uh, so we started the business. We called her best friend, which was another Ranger wife, told her what we wanted to do. She was all on board, so we shed a client to her. We went out, we found another client, we went and found another military spouse, and that's how it worked. It just grew organically from there, and uh, the business is run completely from home. Everyone that works for us is a contractor and is virtual, so wherever their spouse moves PCSs, they can take that job with them. It gives them that continuity piece. Um, everybody that works for us generally is part-time, so it is an opportunity for a young mother who can't necessarily have an uh, employee type job to have some independence, to have that job that's creating some additional income from their family. And it was just very, very 
instrumental and in, in kind of bringing some balance to our home in that crazy time of life. So we, you know, we started the company and it's just grown organically from there. That's great. That's a great business model. So on the, the uh, spouses, right? So is it true to say that, I, mean, I believe you said like all the people that you hire are in fact military spouses. Is that, is that true? Not, not everyone. That, so that we don't, not? we have some that aren't military spouses and we're not going to turn away people that are talented and share our sure. values. But you know, I believe we are best situated to help the former versions of ourselves. And our former version is that military family. So we know what it's like to be in the trenches of that lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And those are the people we're passionate about, uh, especially the military spouse, because any service member understands it, but it's a, it's a thankless job. They hold everything together for us at numerous periods of our lives. Oh yeah. And, uh, you mean so the that's spouses. What, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, what we're absolutely. passionate about. Let's give back yeah. to this, this community that, kind of suffers in silence to be honest with you yeah so okay so how do they find you i mean that's that's what i i, I was thinking through you know on top of my head i'm like okay there's a, a massive amount of of potential in in the labor pool in, in that in that arena in the military spouse arena mm -hmm. but how do you how do they um that 27 percent that's unemployed that wants to find work how how do these military spouses find VA USA, how do they do that? Obviously social media has opened so many doors for recruiting, but um, you know, we have different uh, partnerships with nonprofits that have access to military spouses. We work with certain bases, especially like transition programs. So we're constantly out there uh, recruiting and then um, you know, word of mouth is, is always our best friend. If, if somebody is pleased with the community that we've built here and they recommend their friend, just like if a client recommends a client to us, Word of mouth is always the strongest way to get referrals. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, you know, I, I run a business, you know, uh, it's a charity, uh, but nonetheless, it, you know, it's a business. Just the, uh, tell people the only, the only difference is at the end of the day, you know, shareholders don't, if there's any money left over, they, it doesn't go to the shareholders. It right. doesn't go in anybody's pocket. Um, you know, it goes back into the business, but it, it, you know, at the end of the day, it's a business, you know, we're a national charity, right? And so, um, you know, I was thinking to myself, and I, would, you know, before when you when you dialed in and we got you on, uh, on screen there, you saw David, he, he who works for me, and he David works uh, uh, out of the Carolinas, and um, so we were just chatting a little bit about what could we, if we were going to use a virtual assistant, you know, and we were going to call upon Brett. Uh, you know, and his his company to to help us out occasionally. Um, what would they do? You know, I have some ideas in my head, of course, but we we just beginning to talk through sort of the mechanics of it all. Like for us, you know, our biggest Achilles heel, you know, operationally, and the foundation is is doing superb. Okay, it always has been. It's the, I always look at it like a three legged stool, right? The foundation is a three legged stool. So you have operational leg, you know, that's got to be strong, right? Yeah, always. And then the financial side, you know, you've got to be strong financially. You can't, you know, you, you can't do the work that we do because it's expensive. And you, administratively, it's the third, you know, the third leg of that stool. And that's probably always been our wobbliest leg, the admin leg. Yes. You know, and um, so, you know, it's under-resourced. <laughs> it's super complex environment here. There's a ton of work to do, you know, and, and, and we try to keep our, our, you know, our overhead, administrative overhead low. So, you know, we've got people doing all kinds of different things that, that they otherwise would probably not do. But one of those things in, the, in that world is, is thanking people, okay? Rec you know, hey, people give you money, okay? Get, keep doing what you're doing, man. Here's $500. Here's 50 bucks. You know, they got to get a thank you letter. They, got, and it's got, they use it for their tax purposes, so it's got to be right and all this, you know? And, and so there's a data entry piece, and then there's a you know, software solution that we have. We've been through a couple of those. You know, but I'm just trying to think through how we could, you know, hire somebody, you know, to do these things. Because if that person walks through that door, you can go, hey, look, here's a pile of checks, you know, boom. I want you to enter. Here's the here's the login and ID to the software system. You know, you get a little bit of training and boom, and there you go. You know, I mean, you can see the person come every day, come and go and do their work. You know, this idea of having somebody do that virtually, we were chatting about, you know, how could we actually make this work, you know? And so, uh, you know, I'm sure you have some thoughts. We have some thoughts. 
But we're really seriously entertaining it, to be honest with you. You know, we're entertaining uh, very seriously, and we're going to actually have a team chat about, you know, is this a good fit? Should we give it a shot? You know, if we give you a shot, right, um, you know, like how much I just got to, you know, not, not to put you on the spot here, but, you know, are we obligated to how, how much are we, like how much, you know, three months, you know, and I, I don't know, are we, we going to sign a contract? You know, to talk me through that. Yes. So you will sign a contract, but you're not, you're not obligated to stay with us. The, the day that we quit providing you value is the day you can leave. We ask for 30 days heads up for termination, mm-hmm. um, but that's not required. Um, and to kind of go back to, you know, you said there's a lot of people doing some admin, but I'm sure that's no one's primary function. So if you take a, a person who can just focus on that and they're excited about all those tasks because that's giving them a career. Mm-hmm. So they're going to, they're going to take those tasks under and they are going to execute them with motivation and excitement because they want to do those things, all those things that you don't want to do. And, you know, I would imagine for you, that follow-up piece is very big, right? You have these donors, you have these people from small donations to big donations that are, mm-hmm. that are contributing to your cause. And it's how are we continuing to reach out and to um, maintain warm relationships with them and, and make sure they understand the impact that they're making. So, you know, that's kind of a, that's, that's whole piece right there where you could probably just have one person that's, that's simply there to do all that correspondence with your donors and, and, um, and kind of gives them follow up on what their contribution did and what things are going on. But, you know, CRM management, I imagine would be a big one for y'all. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of correspondence flying around a lot of different oh, yeah. people. Um, and, but the whole, everything that you did with me following up to this, the calendars, the communications, the making sure I had everything set up, do I have my headphones? All of that stuff can be taken under by someone virtually. And then even I, I think you mentioned, you know, you mail a lot of letters and thank yous, like all that can be done too, because it, you can ship all the stuff that you need to be sent out to someone. And there's, there's people that will sit there and handwrite your cards if you want every single day. So, you know, the possibilities are kind of endless. And what it really comes down to is, you know, for you specifically, it's like, what can only John do? Where are his strengths? And everything else should go off of your plate. Obviously it doesn't happen overnight, but it should be delegated over time because you are the one that's really pushing the the ball down the field. What is the what is the 20% of things that have to happen that are going to make you more successful and everything else can be handed off to somebody. And that's kind of where we fit in and we don't we don't just blanket throw a warm body at you. We sit down, we have a strategic session where we're pulling everything out of you that you could possibly delegate. We are creating a specific job description just for the things that you want. And then we go to our talent pool and we find the people that fit that both from experience, from personality, from just, are they excited about the cause that you're, that you're, um, that you're undertaking? So, um, yeah, that, that admin leg, uh, that is wobbly, you know, can be taken over by somebody else that, that that's all they want to do. All the stuff that you hate doing. It's like, it's like, well, I, I, I mean, I, I do, I still sign the thank yous. I don't generate them. Uh, although. The other day, I was like, uh, you know, we're 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 woefully behind. It's nobody's, you know, fault. It's just this, you know, it's not like it's one thing. It's a series of things that, you know, this current time that we're behind in, um, that got us to where we are. Hey, we're going to switch software solution sets because the company that had the software suite that we were using got consumed by somebody else, and they had a great idea, and they're going to transition it to this. So he said, "Okay, yeah, we'll let we'll, you get, we'll transition with you too. We'll, you know, we've been good teammates." And 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 then the new company came in and the software system. So it took us like two months to just realize that this is not going to work. This mm-hmm. is this is a bad solution set for us. And maybe for you, okay. Well, what we had was work, and now you're going to change this to that, and it just doesn't work for us. So we lost like three months there, and then you had to find a new horse, and you know, and so here we are you know, six, eight months down the road. And, and in the meantime, you know, the spigot was still turned on, yeah. you know, so we, we have to, we have some catching, catching up to do. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's the, you're right. I mean, leaders have to lead, right? I mean, yes. and, and the beauty, the beauty of, of, uh, you know, like in the military as a, you know, as a former, you know, commander, um, you know, you have an XO and get, you know, I just tell my XOs, like, hey, guess what? You know what your job is? I'm like, what's that, sir? And I go, you get to do everything I don't want to do. 
<laughs> that's it. You know, because mm-hmm. if I'm doing like little things like that, then it just doesn't allow me to be me, and I have to be me. <laughs> you know, I mean, I got to go do the things that are. I mean, I, every every minute that I spend doing something, whatever that is, is another minute I'm not doing something else. It's the opportunity cost of doing this versus that. And, you know, leaders ought to be focused on up and out and the things that are important to the organization. Sometimes that is a handwritten thank you from mm-hmm. me, you know, for, for, for a hundred, you know, sometimes it is me picking up the phone and calling somebody. Absolutely. You know, and, and, it, but anyway, so yeah, you, you get, the, I, I believe, I, I, I believe in your idea a hundred percent. I think it's great that you're, you know, that you're, that you're serving a population, the military spouses primarily, um, you know, who are underemployed. Um, and, and are in, you know, unique, uh, very unique situation, you know, support to a military spouse, um, you know, household six, if you will. And I know that's an old school term, but at the end of the day, somebody's got to run, you know, somebody's got to run that enterprise. I mean, to me, it's like, that's, hey, if that, if the household is taken care of and everything's good to go with the kids and, you know, and, you know, as a military guy, you remember, I mean, I don't know how many, how many deployments did you, did, did you do in 12 years? Nine. Nine. Okay. So and there you go. You know? Um, and and so yeah, I mean, you're you're gone uh, you know, a lot in that line of work. So anyway, that's uh I, I really do appreciate uh, you know, what you're doing. But let's talk about being an entrepreneur. Like so for for example, you know, what what gra- why did you gravitate to that space you know i mean you fancy yourself obviously an entrepreneur but you know t- tell us tell us why uh it is that you gravitated towards that versus hey, you know i'm going to get back on the goat trail and be a contractor and slug it out to work every day by you know going going back to you know fort stewart or whatever you know why yeah well for the contractor piece you know I wouldn't get out, I, you know, I, I wouldn't want to get out of the military if that's what I want to do. You know, a lot of guys take that path. I think it's a fine path, but it's like, if, if, if staying in the gunfighting business is what you want to do, then stay in it. And I personally never liked working for the government in general, to be quite frank. I didn't like the amount of control that they had over my life. I have a problem with authority. All the reasons why people were shocked when I joined the military. Yeah, and exactly. bef- before we had this opportunity, um, I knew I wanted to be a business owner. And I couldn't yeah. tell you why other than the fact that I didn't want other people to tell me what to do. Yeah. And I wanted to know that the success or failure of my, you know, of my occupation depended on me, not on other people. Yeah. If yeah. I made it, it made it because of me. And if I failed, I failed because of me. Mm-hmm. You know, in the military, it's an interesting kind of dynamic. It's like, it doesn't matter how good you do your job, you don't make any more money. And that's fine. Um, you, you know, it's, we didn't join. That always to got me. <laughs> that I got to say, that always just got me. I'm like, okay, so, you know, what, what do I get? Out, I mean, I'm just saying, not what do I get out of this? It's service. Okay. I get it. Mm-hmm. I did it for 20, 20 years and 20 minutes. Actually, I did it for a lot longer than that, but I was on active duty for that period of time. And, and I used to remember thinking to myself, okay, let, let's break this down. If I outperform every one of those dudes right there and do that, Okay, what am I going to get? Well, I might get something on my uniform, like another star or another thing, you know, a little widget to put on there. And, and I might get a better report card, but I'm damn sure the only way I'm ever going to get any more, you know, like money, okay, not that mm. money was super important to me, but, you know, hey, it makes the world go around a little bit, right? But the only way that's ever going to happen is if I get promoted ahead of everybody and I get a, I get a little bit better a paycheck sooner. Yeah. <laughs> than everybody else because I was below the zone, which I never was. But anyway, non- nonetheless, y- you're right. I, I mean, I had to chuckle when you were saying that because I felt the same way. I was like, you know, I, I just, I felt like, um, you know, I just felt like there's something inherently, like the military could do a little bit better if you ask me, at, at, at whether it's advancing people or paying them more, you know, some more incentive other than, you know, a check mark on a report card. So there you go. Yeah, it's not the greatest incentive um, structure. Of course, I can sit here all day long and pick out all of the things I don't like about the military and the way it's run. But at the same time, I'd be hard pressed to tell you a different way to do it, to manage yeah. the people and the personalities that we manage yeah. to create the same end result. Um, so, but for me, I just, I wanted to do my own thing and I did not want to be constrained by anyone else. You know, like coming out of the military, yeah. it's like they controlled us. And so I had the idea that I was going to 
I had a neighbor I was drinking beer with one time in my apartment complex and he worked for a general contractor, mm-hmm. told me about his career and he said, hey, I think, I think what you do is, um, would, would help you excel in this building environment. And, and he told me about how he basically learned how to do all of this with a commercial company and then he opened up a side business building homes and he was doing them simultaneously. And I was like, that mm-hmm. sounds like, hey, I can probably do that. Um, so I had it in my head, I was going to go work for a general contractor for four years. Once you do that, you can get your own GC license. And I was going to start, start my own business. And once again, mm-hmm. I, I, mean, I didn't even have any experience in the construction industry. I just, I just needed something to aim at. And I knew yeah. that I wanted to do my own thing. And then we had this opportunity, you know, because like, you have a plan and then God has his own plan. This came up and I had already wanted to be a business owner. And so we launched in on this business. And it's interesting, you know, because... I remember like telling some, well, first of all, I told my father, I was like, Hey, I'm going to start a business with my wife. And, uh, you know, he was like, I think that's a huge mistake. And I think, you know, a lot of marriages possibly couldn't, um, survive, but I can tell you what happened for me and my wife. It created a partnership for us that we would have never attained any other way. For the first time in our lives, we were planning our future together. We were on the same track, rowing in the same direction. And um, it just slowly brought us closer and closer. And it, it broke down some barriers. For example, you know, we, we really struggled to have a healthy conversation about finances. Our whole marriage, mm-hmm. um, both of us very strong personalities, a lot of passion. And, um, you know, there was a, about a year into the business where we had this wake up call. It's like, look, if you, can't, if you can't manage and keep your financial house in order when you're tiny, how are you ever going to do it when you're big? And I fully believe that um, in my own life, God is going to give me more when I've shown that I can steward what he gives me effectively. And until that, he's not going to let me outgrow what I can handle because I will fail. And he has continued to show me that in my life. So it, there were so many, there's so many different benefits of, of kind of starting this venture that, um, that have really been quite amazing. But when it came down to it, all, all the things that I would say I love about being a business owner now, I didn't know any of them. I just knew that I wanted to do my own thing. And whether I succeeded or failed, it was on my shoulders and I wanted to control my time. And that's what we've really pursued ever since then. You know, I never thought about the world of working from home and it, we can talk about that. It has its own challenges. But now in today's time, I'm 100% in control of my time. We run a remote business that I can do anywhere. We homeschool our children. There's no attendance policy. There's no one telling me that what my kid has to do. It is completely on us. And that is because we believe time is our greatest asset. It is the most valuable thing in our life. You never get back, right? Our business is about creating more time for people. Our business is about creating more time for us. And um, that's what we're in pursuit of. And then, it, and then the question has been over the past five years is how are we using that time we're creating? Um, and that's been a journey in itself. So how how long how how long now has uh, VA USA been a going enterprise? It's 2018. 18. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you know they always say the break point's like five or six years usually. If you can make it five or six yeah. years in business um, and not take a salary, you know that's typically what happens. You know, is is it takes at least that long to get something to bite. But um, you know then you're you're over the first hump right that's yeah. that, that that's 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 the key well um yeah so let's talk about rangering real quick um well can we jump back real quick john before yeah. we hit rangering because sure. you said something that I'd, I'd like to talk about you were talking Absolutely. about how you know you're a nonprofit organization but you yes. are a business yes and 100 i am a for-profit business that has a cause and i think people can kind of get this world confused first of all if you're a nonprofit, you are a business. And just like in your business and my business, no margin equals no mission. So when people have this mindset that they're going to start a nonprofit and it, you know, you have to create revenue. If you don't, then you are going to fail. And you can be a for-profit business, which we are, but have a cause that you're pursuing. For us, we create meaningful jobs and we create community for military spouses. of our profit goes to our outreach program. What our outreach program does is it focuses on our families. In 2024, you know, before we were more focused on taking care of that spouse, how does that look? It's 
You know, it's meal trains when the husband's deployed. It's sending cleaners over to their house when they're in a tough period of time. It's keeping up with the birthdays and the kids' birthdays and all that stuff that everyone knows that they should be doing for their people. Um, but the longer we do this, the more people we see struggle, the more relationships we see that are that are that fall apart. And everyone knows about the statistics of suicide rate for veterans. Everyone knows about the statistics for the divorce rate for these military families. And for us, what we feel God calling us to do is to treat, to try to treat these families before they become the statistics, right? Because most of the people that work for us, they're young, they're young families with young kids, and they are truly in the trenches of, of that military life. If we can try to help them through this period, our hope is that we can prevent some of these statistics. So um, one of the things that we started an outreach program from the very beginning because we knew we wanted to love on our people. We wanted to create an environment where people, uh, they felt safe, they felt comfortable. Uh, they had people that, that understood where they were in life. And you know, we, we hire, we'll hire military spouses that are in these cities. You know, they move to a city, their husband leaves the next day, four months down the road, they still ha don't have a single friend there and we become that community for them. Um, so we have a, a team that specifically does that. They're reaching out to people, they run our Bible studies. Like we are, we are not, we don't hide our faith. We are a faith-driven company. We believe that this business um, is a vehicle for ministry for God's kingdom. Um, so we run Bible studies. We brought in a chaplain uh, about 18 months ago to two years ago. And it took us a few years to figure this one out. You know, we, we were like, how do we help people kind of um, in their, in their, in their mental struggles, in their relationship struggles at home? We're trying to figure out what's the good thing that we can do for them that's stuck. And it took a while. I found out they have these chaplains that go out that work for businesses. And when I figured it out, it's like, wow, I should have known that. I'm in the military. We have chaplains. And we got assigned this chaplain. Her name's Tracy Burns. We use uh, Corporate Chaplains of America. A big shout out to them. This woman has been so instrumental in the development of so many people on our team. She's touched about 90% of our team. Um, and her job is to walk with you wherever you are in life. She helps with our Bible studies and stuff, but she does a lot of one-on-one -on -one mentoring and counseling, whether it's the spouse, the husband, one of the other family members, our clients. There is nothing that our people can go through that Tracy hasn't walked through with thousands of other people before us. And so she's that piece for us where it's, it's completely anonymous. She's not gonna preach at you, but she's there to meet you wherever they are. And we have people that are in dark places that are really struggling because no one teaches you how to be a military spouse. No one teaches you how to be a parent. No one teaches you how to be married. She is that wise elder that we have that we bring in that can walk alongside you. So she has been hugely instrumental. And if any business owners are out there trying to figure out how can I better take care of my people, I would strongly suggest that you look into bringing a chaplain into your organization. Uh, in addition to that, uh, we have a scholarship program that we're um, putting into place in 2024 where we're sending couples to marriage retreats. So at the end of every quarter, we take the profit, we see what we have left, 10% um, goes into this outreach program, and we send people to marriage retreats just to have that. If, if We believe if, if just once in a year, some couple can take the time to focus on their marriage and go to one of these retreats, which I've been to, which are um, very impactful, that we can start helping, right? Pull people out of these, these statistical spirals that end up in divorce. So, um, so the marriage. Do you want to help people or do you want to make money? I want to help people. Okay. Do you want to have a successful business or do you want to just help people? I want both because mm -hmm. I can't help people. No, mission, no margin, business. no mission. You're talking just about taking care of people. I you am. Know? And, and I, that's what you're saying to me. That's what I'm hearing you say, right? But I'm just, I just want to talk about your, you know, I mean, I get that. Okay. I get taking care of people. I get that. But, you know, you have to have a business that makes money and makes profit or you're not going to be doing business very long, right? Exactly. No margin, no mission. Okay. Right. So how are you doing that? How, how are you making are your business better? Um, well, first of all, we believe in constant self-development. So we're members of a uh, Christian peer advisory group. I don't know if you're familiar with these CEO roundtables. Um, so ours is called C12. It's once a month in person. It's once a month, um, basically like a one-on-one -on -one session with the chair. Um, so that's a, that was a way for us very early on is with no business experience to try to surround ourselves with other business owners that, um, that had the experience that could help us kind of along this journey. 
um, be our compass check, if you will. Um, we have we run off of a format called EOS. We have an EOS implementer, and basically, he's like a business consultant that comes in and he helps us kind of with our structuring of our company and keeping you know all mm -hmm. the all the the ducks in a row. Um, and I believe in I believe in searching out other people who are successful in the place you want to go and asking them questions. You know, everyone talks about mentorship, like find a mentor. And I think that can be a little, um, I think that can be a little confusing for people because people are like, I'm just going to find this one person who's going to take me under their wing and, and just keep, you know, keep me on the straight and narrow. And that's not been my experience. My experience is a mentorship can be one conversation with someone, or mm -hmm. maybe it is multiple, but finding people who are the place you're trying to go who have found success in what you're trying to do and just asking them as many questions as you can and continuing to do that. So, um, you know, business conferences are a big driver of revenue for us, but we're also going there to be around like-minded people, mm -hmm. preferably people who are smarter and more successful from us so that we can glean any wisdom that we can off of them. That's how, that's how we're yeah. constantly trying to develop ourselves. You, you know how I'm gonna judge. Uh, I'm gonna judge your business. I'm gonna tell you right now how I'm gonna do it. You know, if if my team, you know, if my team decides to go, um, you know, if we decide to go in the direction of of take, you know, hiring a, a virtual assistant from you, um, you know, once that decision's been made, we're gonna you know engage you. Okay, mm -hmm. we're gonna see how that goes. You know, we're gonna you know maybe get a chance to you know select. Uh, or, or look at some of the candidates. I mean, maybe you're going to offer a few. I don't know how that works, but at some point we're going to select somebody or somebody's going to get hired, you know, sign some paperwork, okay? And then um, then this person's either going to perform or they're not going to perform or mm -hmm. they're going to be someplace in between, right? And that's how I'm going to judge you. Yep. I'm going to judge you on the quality of that experience and the results, okay? Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, I mean, and then, and then, and then I, I would imagine... I mean, do you have any do you have any uh, customers that do they write in reviews? Do you have any 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 people oh, that of course. are? Yeah, are they on your website? They are. Yeah, they're okay. Cool. I'll check them out. So these are businesses that have hired you and 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 you know, or are probably still hiring you. I would I would imagine. But you know, um, that's that that's how that you know that's you know that's at the end of the day that's where the rub is. You know, I mean, it's got to be. Um, I, I don't know how much it, you know, I mean, cause like this, just say, for example, that I would, I'm willing to hire somebody at $20 an hour to do this mm -hmm. job. That's it. You know, that's my budget, um, to, to, you know, part-time, I need 20 hours. Okay. Uh, a week at $20 an hour. Can you help me? No, you can't. No. Okay. Well, we're not going to do business. Why can't <laughs> that's you? fine. Why no, can't you, why can't you help me there? Um, a couple of reasons. One, we don't do twenty. We don't do twenty hour a month packages. We we went down that road young in our business, mm -hmm. and the reality is twenty hours a month. That's not a real job for the people we're trying to create jobs, and that's not you enough. You get forty hours. You need forty hours. You need a full time job. Uh, I the lowest I like to ever take on is sixty a month, and you need sixty hours a month. Yes, sir. You need enough time for one to create a real job, mm -hmm. two. There needs to be enough time in there where you actually see the benefit of what we're trying to do. Mm -hmm. um, and three, it's going to be more expensive than $20 an hour. You can find $20 an hour, um, maybe with some freelance people, or you can outsource it to the Philippines or somewhere like that. That's just not our model. And, and every nonprofit isn't a great fit for us. Every business owner isn't mm -hmm. a great fit for us. And uh, what I learned early on is when you're young in business, you want to take on, you just want clients. You just want business, right? You need revenue. Well, yeah, exactly. You do. But every client isn't necessarily the best client for you. And in the end, a, a bad client or a situation where you're doing something that's a little outside your norm, mm -hmm. um, that ends up costing you more money in the end. So, and then, you know, you start, you're asking about like um, former clients, you know, clients of mine. So U.S. Army Ranger Foundation is a client of ours. Three Rangers is a client of ours. So um, there's plenty of people out there that can, that can talk to the professionalism and the value that we bring. Um, but I get it. Like, you know, especially in the nonprofit world, it's a very specific budget. It's pre-approved. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, if, oh, if we're I a mean, fit for you, we're a fit. If not, then uh, I'm always here to support you either way. See, I see. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting. I'm glad we had that. I'm uh, glad we had that, uh, that chat. Um, so yeah, well, I mean, I, 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 I would have thought, okay, 
that in your in your labor pool that you'd have uh you know somebody or several people out there like you know what i just i, I just want to have i want i want a part-time job i don't want i know mm-hmm. i you know it you know if they could have work if they could afford to work a full-time job then they'd probably go out of the house and go do a full-time job so my assumption was that you were hiring military spouses on a part-time basis we because are? the rest of the time they're working from they're working from home doing all the wonderful things and necessary things that have to happen at the home, like raise children and and you know keep keep the you know keep the, the enterprise straight. So, you, are you telling me you only hire people full time? No, I'm not saying that at so all. I'm I saying, got a requirement. My requirement's half time, man. Why, well, why, half you time can't help me. John, you half time is twenty. 20 hours a month is not half time. I, no, no, I didn't say a month. I said a week. Oh, yeah. Though, well, then, we're, well, then we can help you. Um, okay, I'm sorry. I if just I said a month. No, no, no. I, I, need, I need 20 hours a week. That's what I need. I, it's a part-time job. Yes, I we need, absolutely, and, and I'm absolutely. willing to pay. I'm willing to pay. You know, okay, I said $20. I mean, I might go a little higher than that. But, you know, I mean, I, I, let's face it. This person's entering data, okay? This isn't rock and science. We're not splitting atoms here. We just got to enter data correctly and be able to maybe even write a thank you letter. And we got a bazillion, you know, examples of that. This mm-hmm. is not skilled labor. You know, we're not, you know, picking into somebody's brain, um, you know, not, you know, sort of thing. So, I mean, I'm just being honest with you. So, so if I, if I got it, if I've got 20 hours a week of work, okay, mm-hmm. and, and maybe three months worth of, of it, you know, it, can, can, can you help me? How yes, much that's going to cost. I just can't help you. Me? I can't help you at twenty dollars an hour because, like you, you said, I need I need revenue, and I'm not yes. paying my people ten dollars an hour. Right. Okay. So so all right. So when when should we have that discussion now, or should we have it offline? How much is it going to cost me? Uh, I mean, I'll, I'm I'm transparent with it. If if okay. you if you start before January first, you're going to pay thirty six dollars an hour. If you start after there, you're going to pay thirty eight dollars an hour, and that's not for everyone. Like I said, mm-hmm. you can you can go find companies where they'll give you someone in the Philippines sure. to just do basic data entry. Um, oh, I don't think that would that's not going to work for me. But <laughs> yeah, okay. So I got a thirty six thirty six an hours where where you're at, and I could get somebody for twenty dollars or for twenty hours twenty hours a, a week. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, and that and that's that's where we start. Okay, well, you know, hey. So that then, I mean, do I get to do I get a say in who this person is? I mean, how does that work? You, you mentioned that earlier. I'd like to hear more about that. How do, how do I? I mean, is you've got you tell you go to your your pool of people and you say, okay, the you know you, you understand their skill sets and who they are and yada yada, and the, you introduce our organization. I mean, do I get a do I get a pick? Yes. Or do you give me one option or or multiple options? How does that work? Yeah. So. Um, I mentioned the, the strategy session where we pull everything out that you're looking to do. Mm-hmm. Um, then we go to our talent pool and we are going to bring you candidates, um, a minimum of two. And we have already fully vetted them, background checks, references, personality. They've done multiple touches with us. They've done some assessments with us. So we're going to present packets to you and you review those packets. You're going to mm-hmm. decide, do I want to interview these two people? Because we're going to say that you have to interview at least two. Even if the first person you interview is just the most amazing person you've ever met, you need someone to compare it to. So you're going to decide, are these two people, do they seem like qualified candidates that I'm looking for? If not, we'll bring you another one. And then you decide, these are the two that I want to interview. You get to interview those folks any way that you want. And then you ultimately make the decision. If you didn't feel strongly about those two, then we'll go bring more candidates to you. Once you make that decision of who you want to go with, then we're going to bring a coach into your relationship. So when you kick off with that person, you're going to have this coach that comes in And that coach's job is there to help guide you, especially through the first 90 days, which are the most important. That's when trust and accountability and traction needs to be happening. So they're to help communication hurdles, any red flags, make sure we're we're taking on the things that we're supposed to be taking on and they're doing it in the right order. And it's just really helping you kind of figure out how do you use this new tool that's on your team? That coach will stay with you through the duration of your relationship here, um, but it's really focused on that first 90 days. Does that answer your question? A coach, uh, in addition to this employee, yes. How does that work? So there's going to be a cadence um, where that coach is going to meet with the both of you and can meet offline, and it's a whole process of ensuring that all the stuff that we talked about taking off of your plate 
in the very beginning of that strategy session, it mm -hmm. needs to be done and it needs to be done in a prioritized order. Um, then, you know, there's a lot of people out there that just, they're not very good at delegating, to be quite frank. Um, and some people are very good at it. I, John, I don't think you're going to have any problem telling people what to do from what I can tell, but um, plenty of people are like that out there. And, and at any point in time, our guarantee is this. At any point in time, if you feel like this person is not a good fit for you, then we will go do the whole process again, free of charge. We're going to find you that assistant. And our intent in this is there's a lot of project-based companies out there. We're not looking for project-based work. If you say, I got two months of work, that, you're just not an ideal client for me. I want a long-term relationship. Mm. Okay. Um, and if you have additional stuff, you can, we always pull more people on if you have a fundraiser coming up and that you need some excess labor to be brought in. Um, you always have access to the rest of our team and anyone that's talented on our team. If you need graphic design, we got graphic designers. If you need whatever you need. Hmm. Well, you know, I tell you, I'm fascinated by your business model, Brett. I really am. I just don't, I mean, I'm a asking these, these, these questions because I'm genuinely interested. I just never, you know, I mean, I never thought about, like, I, I'm not, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I personally don't need a coach, okay? Um, <laughs> now, that doesn't mean that whoever is doing my job, that this job, like my executive assistant, as an example, wouldn't need a, co wouldn't welcome to have this coach that's an interface, you know, for the employee. You know, I'm just, uh, it, you know, I, I mean, I, and I'll talk, I would talk to the coach, uh, you know, to say, okay, hey, this is what's important to me, you know, and this is how, you know, this is what right looks like. And at the end of the day, this is, you know, what, what the expectations are you know, sort of thing. Um, mm -hmm. and I think that coach might be, might be helpful, um, for my, you know, executive assistant, uh, as an interface between, you know, the employee so that the, I guess the coach understands, you know what? So after, after we chat with this coach, uh, you know, then the coach interfaces with what you and your leadership team and the employee, I mean, what, I'm just interested in this coach. What is, I mean, how, how is that person again, make our lives better and what do they do behind the scenes once they get done with the chatting with my you know with me and my team and they understand okay i got it i got it i understand what you need what you want what does that person do that coach what what does that person do after they hang up the phone hung up the phone with me or my assistant you know i'm just curious i, I mean that's that's just something I, I i'm i would like to know more about yeah once they're done once they hang up with you so to speak their focus is is that assistant of yours clearly understanding what's needed to be done, prioritizing correctly? Um, are they communicating effectively to you? Or is it, you know, John's got a super strong personality, so this person is very quiet and is afraid to speak up some of the times. So we're there to problem solve. We are there to make sure that this relationship is trending in the right direction and they're hitting some of the milestones that they want to see hit. And it's simply a, another person to come walk alongside to try to ensure a successful relationship between the executive and their assistant. Hmm. How many coaches do you have? Uh, right now we have two. Okay. Are you one of them? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not a role. That, enablement's not a, not a strength of mine. That's not a role you want me uh, in yeah. there doing. Yeah. No. That's cool. Well, that's interesting. You know, it re it really is. Um, yeah. So you rounded the you know the five year mark here, and and are you you're in Savannah? Are you just outside of Savannah? Yes, we're just outside of Savannah. We're out okay. in the country a bit. Yeah, and you don't have uh, uh, you know you don't have a brick and mortar place. It's your house, and everybody you know. So you keep your overhead down, you know yes. that way. Um, okay. So let me ask you this: What can I do to help you? I mean, what, what other than I, you know, we chatted about me me hiring you, uh, you know, one of your one of your one of your military spouses, and and we, I promise you, we'll give that a we'll give that a real solid look here, um, you know, this, you know, as a team, and I promise you that. But you know, what what can I do, you know, to help you um, be, um, you know, more successful, drive more business to you? I mean, this podcast is a possibility right i mean yes. uh, this is a possibility there's going to be more than one person that listens to this um we're in the top 40 podcasts uh, you know across the nation so there's you we're going to get some lots of people are going to listen to this um but what 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 can what, you know what can we do i mean sh you got to help me out there i want i want to i want to help you in your enterprise but you know 
just give me an idea. What are the things that I might be able to do to help you? Yeah. Um, obviously, I appreciate you having me on here because if people don't know your business exists, then they can't be a patron of it, right? So right. Um, just the awareness of our existence makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. um, on the spouse side, you know, we're always looking to hire military spouses. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a lot of them out there. And I know a lot of people listening to this are going to know spouses out there that are looking for part-time virtual work. Mm -hmm. um, so any spouses you can send our Lots way. Lots of them. Yeah, yeah, lots and lots of them. Now, let me ask you, do they don't have to still be on active duty, do they? No, absolutely not. I'm because not. we have, we have, yeah, I mean, we have, jeez uh, Louise, I mean, there's thousands. Mm -hmm. <laughs> thousands. Yeah. Thousands of people, uh, that literally, Purple Heart recipients, uh, you know, that many of whom have, you know, certainly do have spouses. So, yes. so that's, a, that, that, that's going to. You know, we're, we'll splash this all over our social media too, you know, and so you'll, we'll get some bounce off of that. I guarantee, I guarantee, I don't want to say guarantee, but yeah, I, I pretty much I'll say it. You know, I guarantee you'll have some inquiries, some folks that'll be, you know, so let's just say that to somebody out there that's listening has got a Purple Heart, you know, who's a Purple Heart recipient who's tuned in or a veteran who's tuned in and they go, you know, I do have a, my, my wife is really good at this, that, or the other thing. What? What should they do? What should that person who wants to be like, I want to be on your team, man. I want to be in the VA USA team. What does what, what that spouse got to do? How do they get a hold of you? They go to our website. Um, there's an intake form if you want to be join the team. And that's the quickest way, right? Mm -hmm. That immediately starts the workflow. It's going to get us get them in the process. You know, mm -hmm. I don't I don't do any of the screening or hiring. That's just, that's not what my roles are. So mm -hmm. that's the quickest way to get tied in, um, you know, and they can look around the website and it'll have links to our social media so they can kind of poke around and find out more what we're about. So um, anytime, you know, we can get more military spouses headed our way, that's, that is always a huge benefit for us. So, mm -hmm. um, and then on the other side of it would be, you kind of know what we're about. If you're an executive, um, if you run a nonprofit and you are task saturated, you are, a, feel like you're a bottleneck within your company, or you just don't have enough time to focus on whatever else it is, whether it's income producing activities mm -hmm. or it's focusing more pouring into your people, or maybe it's just like, hey, I've neglected my family for the past 10 years of running this business and now I'm gonna try to make them a more of a priority. You know, we are here to enable you to pursue whatever it is that you would do if you had more time, because mm -hmm. that's what we're gonna we're gonna give you. I'm not here to I'm not here to say that we're gonna double your your revenue. We're going to take off the tasks that can be delegated, and then you can go double that revenue. You can go do the income-producing activities. So if you're task-saturated out there or just feeling overwhelmed or a slave to your business, um, then you know whether it's us or anyone else, I would highly encourage you to look at delegating to an executive assistant. I'll tell you, man, we have there's going to, there, I mean, there might be a few nonprofits that listen to this, but the, the vast majority, I think, of people in my personal enterprise are business people. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't, I don't rub a lot of elbows with, with other, you know, uh, nonprofits. I, we, we do business, uh, partnerships with, with, uh, several, you know, veteran service organizations that, that help our cause. And I think we help theirs as well. Um, there's a lot of neat little partnerships and things happening there. Um, but there's also, uh, I think, uh, you're going to find, I hope so. Somebody out there is like, yeah, yeah, I could use, you know, I, 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 I could, I could use a virtual assistant for sure. Um, and most of them, I think, are you know business people. Men and women are out there, you know, slugging it out in the trench, small business people, maybe a few medium size and maybe a large or two out there. But but you know, um, yeah, it's a it's a it's an it's a very, very interesting idea. But you know, that's the thing is you got two sides to this equation that the foundation might be able to help you with, and that's the on the on the labor pool side with the military spouses. But also in you know in the business arena from from clients right yeah I mean I think I think there'll be I I, I would imagine um, you know that there'll be some folks out there who go you know I mean that's an interesting idea well we don't have to you know take a look at that um, you know in our case you know I mentioned the thank you drill and data entry drill and, you know and and that but that's you know that's where my requirements are right you got to start with what are my requirements. You know, these are the things, these are the things that are, you know, right now are Achilles heel, the wobbly leg of the stool. Mm -hmm. I mean, however you want to say that, um, that's where, where I, where I know that, that we need some support. The question is, can we figure out a, you know, a mission match 
uh, that that makes sense for us. So, oh well, that, that's great, Brett. I, you know, super super proud of you, man. I mean, uh, you're uh, you're going boldly. I don't know of another. I mean, I'm sure there's some other folks in this in this space. But let me ask you one last question here. I mean, how do you how do you differentiate between what you're doing and say we've tried the you know the the you know the temp you know the the temporary agencies right we've we've been down that road um, before and with mm, you know moderate success I would say but I mean how do you how do you differentiate yourself between somebody like that? I mean, obviously, you've you've spent a fair amount of time describing your business model, which doesn't sound anything like a temp agency, to be honest with you. But you know, uh, if you're an employer, uh, perspective, respective, uh, perspective empl- employer, you know, how would you distinguish between what you do uh, and what VA USA does and and your you know local temp agency? Mm-hmm. What's the um, big rub there obviously the the number one differentiator is our cause it's the military spouse portion um yeah and i don't have to speak any more about that i think everyone's pretty clear everyone you know if you're in the world you understand what they go through right um our coaching program which um is a big differentiator you know there are a lot of people who have tried hiring someone whether it's through another company or one of these freelance folks and they just don't get the return on their investment they're looking for that's why we created this coaching program. Um, we saw a need for it on both ends of the spectrum, and um, it's been it's been very successful. You know, I'm trying to create relationships that last and that work. And um, you know, if I can bring somebody in who who is wise in this manner and can kind of help get over some of these initial barriers, because it's tough. And a lot of people they're not used to this virtual world yet. You know, it's still the wild, wild west. Like, how do I do this effectively? How do I maintain like an actual relationship with this person? You know, because if you're just looking to throw work at someone and never have a conversation with them, we're not the business for you. We're here to be with businesses that want to invest in their people the way that we do. Um, And those are two very big distinguishing aspects about what we do and why we have found success. Um, And like I said, there's, there's, this space is getting crowded. Um, there's more and more companies jumping in. There's more companies taking it overseas. And, uh, I get it. I get it. Why some companies just, you know, it's like I can spend $10 and get someone in the Philippines. I understand it's hard. I bootstrapped this company and we did not have a lot of, a lot of margin out there to be hiring people. But I can tell you one of the first things we did was bring in an assistant so that we could focus in on only what we could do. Um, and so, and I appreciate, I appreciate you bringing me on. I know that you have a lot of influence and we love working with veteran owned businesses. And I think we would both agree. We want to see more veterans enter the entrepreneurial space. I mean, I think they are so well equipped for running and starting businesses, whether it's bootstrapping or doing some franchise model. Um, it's an Avenue. I think a lot of guys aren't thinking about during their transition. Um, and I bootstrap and you've used that term a couple of times. I, I, I wish I understood what you meant, but what, what is it? What do you, what do you mean by that? So we, it was completely self-funded. We, we cash flowed this business from the very beginning. So it started with my military um, salary. Mm-hmm. And then I worked in the construction industry, as we had talked about. I continued sure. down that path for about a year and a half until the business was profitable enough to support our family. You know, we didn't, we didn't take on any debt. We didn't have any investors. Um, and I can, I can certainly see why uh, many, many, many businesses start that way. Um, and they have multiple rounds of raising, of raising money. But when you're doing it from your house, out of your garage, whatever it is, that's bootstrapping. And it's a tough way to build a business. Then then I'm a bootstrapper, man. Yes, sir. You know, I did. Well, that's it. It's just never heard that term. Well, that's great. Well, listen, uh, any, uh, I'll give you a last whack at the pinata here, man. Um, anything else you want to tell anybody out there? I mean, who? Who's, uh, you know, you got to have obviously business developers. I presume that that you're the primary business developer. I, that's what, I mean, I am too. Yes. For, for the foundation, always have been, always will be, you know, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm the guy we have others and you know, obviously, you know, great, you know, you know, there's many, many great people out there who, you know, sort of drank our Kool-Aid, if, if you will, they understand the, the model, the mission, the results, et cetera, et cetera. And they're out there, you know, now essentially, 
um, you know, helping us, you know, expand our, our envelope and, and our reach and, and, and obviously, you know, the mission helping, helping more combat wounded. So, um, that's the scenario you really want to be, you know, be in all I presume you're there, but I mean, w- w- give me just a day, give me a snapshot in the, the, uh, in the, of one of your days. I mean, what, where, where do you find yourself spending your time? Business development. So, yeah. um, my wife runs operations. Mm-hmm. Um, as a visionary, my, my, my technical responsibilities are casting the future vision where we're taking this company, um, maintaining big relationships, solving big problems, and then focusing on our culture. But my days are mostly spent just how you and I got linked up is doing business mm-hmm. development. Um, yeah. and to be honest with you, it's not just, it is not just for creating new clients. Every time I have a conversation, like the conversation you and I had, I don't ever walk away from those thinking that I just wasted my time because I love talking to people who are like-minded, who are out there getting after it, trying to make change, trying to create opportunities for people. Mm-hmm. And so I find it extremely fulfilling. And the way I approach every situation is I'm going to try to bring value and help every single person that I interact with. That's just what I'm going to do, whether it's sending you connections or sending you clients, I'm going to do everything I can to try to bring you value. And I know that if I do that, then my needs are going to be taken care of in the end. And it's been a fun journey. I, I have really enjoyed, for someone who's not as social um, as probably a lot of biz dev guys are, I have really enjoyed it. And the people that mm-hmm. I've gotten to meet, instead of being stuck in my house all the time, like a lot of the guys who transition and they lose that camaraderie, they lose that social mm-hmm. aspect, this is feeding me as much as I'm using it to feed the yeah. business. Yeah, that's kind of where I was at. And still am to this day, you know, I mean, I... I, I I, I enjoy chatting with people. I enjoy creating things, you know, and improving things and, you know, and streamlining, making, making things, you know, better, um, you know, but, but doing that through, through people, you know, leveraging the, you know, the power of the you know, human spirit and talent, right. That's, that's, that's where it's at, you know, purpose, direction, motivation. I mean, that's, you know, it, it all boils down to influence, right. That, that, mm-hmm. that, that's, that's what you want to do. You want to be able to influence people systems things you know this is this is what leaders do right uh and and so that's that that's good well you know we wish you the best uh you know of success buddy we'll, we'll when this thing gets you know wrapped up in the can we'll we'll splash it everywhere we can and and uh you know encourage folks what's your website tell us that that again it's higher h-i-r-e-v-a-u-s-a.com Okay. Very good. Excellent. Well, listen, uh, you know, thanks for your, obviously for your service. Thank you for your time. Um, you know, and we wish you and your family and your entire enterprise there at VA USA, a, a bunch of, 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 of success. And however you, however you measure that, however you've envisioned that, um, you know, it's a great thing that you're doing, take, helping take care of people, military spouses, and, and, and providing solutions for employers, you know, like myself. And, um, you know, it's, it sounds like a really wonderful model, uh, a great idea, and, and I, uh, I hope it's just as successful as you ever hoped it would be, you know. I mean, that, that people do ask me from time to time, you know, I hear on occasion, you know, did you ever think it would, you know, do this, that, or the other thing? And I go, you know, just being honest with you, yeah, I did. I really did. I did. I did hope it would be, you know, as big as it is, or you know, as, as successful in terms of what it's doing for people, right? I mean, of course, I hoped that. Um, you know, at first, when it was for me, it was a, a dog, a boat, you know, a chunk of terrain, and myself. You know, um, you know. Yeah, I mean, I need a lot of, I need a, I needed a lot of people to put a lot of oars in the water and start, you know, start paddling. Uh, but once that started happening and the momentum started to, you know, build, then, you know, you look back on it and you go, wow, you know, it's a, it's a ton of work, right? That's what you experience every day. This is just a ton of work. What you're doing is a ton of work and you've got the world on your shoulders, but, you know, you got a lot of really good help, you know, in, in your corner. You got a beautiful family, you got a bunch of great friends, you got a wonderful network. But at the end of the day, it's still a lot of work. You asked for it. Yep. You asked for it, man. <laughs> right? You just said you started out this conversation by saying you wanted to be the guy in charge. That's right. 
you know that's right and and um you know god bless you for that because that's not that that's not an easy thing you know when you when you start get, getting success people look at it and go well geez you know this guy blah 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 you know hey dude you have no idea man you have no idea you know my mom used to have a little uh placard above her sink that said you know thou shalt not criticize thy neighbor until you've walked a mile in their moccasins mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and as an entrepreneur man it's a it's a 50 meter trench fight every day yes i don't care if it's for profit or not for profit it's harder in the nonprofit sector because i get the last dollar everybody buys shoes booze you know, and, and cars and all this other stuff. And if there's any disposable discretionary income, then they got to choose among a thousand different, yes. a bazillion different charities to give it to. So, you know, hey, it's it's hard. It's hard. This space, I'm not complaining. I love it. You know, I want to, I want to compete for that last dollar. I want to be better than everybody. You know, that's what I want to, that's the position I want to be in. It's hard work, you know, uh, but it's, it's rewarding and it's good. And you know, and you're 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 probably you're you know, see you're just nodding your head because you you know, man. I mean, it's mm -hmm. a lonely place sometimes. It is, and, and, it, and but like you said, it it's fun and it's rewarding, and everyone's looking for that thing when they transition. How am I going to replace some of the, the the things I got out of the Rangers? And business yeah. has been that for me. It is competitive. Yeah. It yes. is constantly solving complex problems, which yes. is what gunfighting is, exactly. and um, and. I like you said, I want to be the guy with the ball yeah. before the buzzer goes off. That's who I want to be. And, <laughs> yes. And that's what we are, John. We're creators. Yeah. We are creating things. You're seeing something in the future and we are bringing it into fruition. And one of the things you and I talked about, and I, I, once again, I just want to congratulate you on the success you've had, the fact that you've devoted your life to this cause. And we know this veteran community needs it, but you were talking about how many volunteers you had. Mm -hmm. All of those volunteers. They want to serve. Yes. You created the opportunity for them to serve. And those people are getting as much out of this organization as the people you were trying to help. Because I can tell you what I've found in the past few years, and this is a culmination of my life. Mm -hmm. Every single person I've ever met finds joy and fulfillment from helping other people. And that sounds, that sounds simple and vanilla, but that is the truth. We have an innate drive to help others. And you and I are in a position to create vehicles where people yeah. can make a change. Um, yeah. And that's what we do. I, we try to create these opportunities and um, yeah. it's a blast. What? Yeah. You know, you're, you're, you're spot on. I mean, you're focusing on all the right things, man. I mean, it, it, you really are. I mean, it, 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 you know, they used to say, you know, when they talk about business, you know, there's three things that are important, location, location, and location. Well, okay. Maybe if you're talking about Main Street brick and mortar once upon a time, but the, mm -hmm. the the world's changed. You know, the three things that are important in your business are the same thing, three things that are important in my business, and that's relationships, relationships, and relationships. That's yes. it, you know? Uh, so, you know, you got a lot of relationships you're managing. You're managing the relationships between your company and the employees, managing relationships between your clients and, and, and your company and your company and your labor force. I mean, there's a lot of, uh, you know, throwing a coach, you got more relationships, you know, but that's at the end of the day, you know, you got to have good people working for you and you got a result. You got to perform, right? Mm -hmm. That's right. Give me the ball. Okay. <laughs> I want the ball. <laughs> you yes. know, I, I'm the guy when you got five seconds left on the clock, I'm the guy that wants the ball. So give me the ball, you know, and, mm -hmm. and, and, but not everybody wants the ball. You know, no. and, 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 um, so, uh, you know, that's good. God bless you, buddy. Merry Christmas to you. I know it, it is that time. If you're listening to this in July, it's December and Christmas is right around the corner. And, uh, so I wish you and everybody, uh, you know, Merry Christmas, uh, happy new year and, and, uh, happy holidays and all that good stuff. It is that time of year. And, uh, we de definitely thank you, Brett, for your time. And again, we just wish you the, the best of luck in, in what you're doing. Thank you, John. I hope you have a wonderful holidays. Thank you for devoting yourself to this community. And if there is anything that I can do to help you be more successful in your mission, I, I hope you will reach out. I appreciate that. We're, we're going we're, we're gonna to give this a go for you, buddy, and see. And this is a challenge to everybody out there who's listening. You know, if you know somebody who needs some help, like an employer, if you are an employer, then, then you know, check out VA USA. 
And if you're an employee or a spouse, military spouse, and you're listening to this, or you know a military spouse that, uh, you know, is uh, looking for work and is sharp, then uh, go go to the website, VA USA, and get a hold of Brett and his team and, and uh, join, join his team because you know, from what I can tell, you're a phenomenal leader and you're, and you're going to do just great. You are doing great. Proud of you. Thank you, John. Proud of you as well. Oh, thank you. Ah, I appreciate that, Ranger. Okay, buddy. <laughs> Take care of yourself, all right? We'll see you around the block. Sounds good. Thanks for listening, folks. Have a good day. To learn more about the mission of the Wounded Warriors in Action Foundation and how you can get involved, please visit our website at www.iaf.org or follow our social media pages on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Thank you for listening to the WWIA podcast and for helping us honor, connect, and heal our combat-wounded Purple Heart heroes through the power of the great outdoors. If you like what you're listening to here and would like to join our team in our mission to bring healing power and recovery to America's Purple Heart heroes, please become part of our Sponsor a Hero team by clicking on the link in the podcast notes or by going to wwiaf.org forward slash sponsor. That's wwiaf.org forward slash sponsor. Our heroes need you now more than ever. Thank you.